0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Truth. My name is Katrina, and I am here today with my brave co-host, Desiree. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Are you ready to talk some truth Let's today? talk some truth. Oh, I'm excited. This one. This wow. going to be a good one. Episode 22, Where is God during the hard times. I feel like this is a question a lot of people have. Yes, and a question that a lot of people are afraid to answer or try to answer or mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. Speaking of um, trying to answer this question, I would just like to preface this episode by saying and reminding everybody that we are not experts, no. nor do we claim to have all the answers or any of the answers. Uh, we are simply two 20-something-year-old girls having a discussion <laughs> about a deep deep topic yes. we're just talking about how we perceive things yes it's our own personal opinions. experience and opinions yep. and we are sorry if you take offense in any way shape or form about things that we say um or if you don't agree or if what we say is wrong you know we're we're just here you know we're just trying our best so <laughs> who? okay Getting right into it, point number one: Why does everyone face hard times in life? Oof,
1: <laughs> that you started off with like a real hard question. I know. I started <laughs> making
0: my notes, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I'm like, "Why do we start with a why? Where's the whole? What is a hard time?" You know?
1: <laughs> yup.
0: So we I anticipate mean, it would be point number one. We like to change it up a bit. Yeah, make you think, challenge yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Diving right in, right into the we'll deep let end. let you
1: kick it off, though, because that's the one that I was like, I want to see where Katrina was oh, going okay. with
0: Oh Okay, we'll see. Okay, so why does everyone face hard times in life? Um, so I put uh, multiple different things. So I put uh, the fall, first and foremost, um, sin, mm-hmm. and free will. As some of the things, and I actually looked this up at one point, I was like researching for this and I found something, not a Christian thing, and it was just a statement that said we all experience disappointment, loss, and change, and we all feel sad, anxious, and stressed at various times in our lives. Mm -hmm. And I would like to claim that before the fall, before Adam and Eve sinned, that was not the case and there were no hard times. So that entered when sin entered the world Mm -hmm. um when adam and eve first initially sinned so Mm -hmm. when that happened um insert hard times here (laughs) true very true they're the ones who ate from the tree of good and from the knowledge of good and evil and they were able to do that because god wanted to give us free will
1: yes we had the choice Mm -hmm. of which way we were going to go and sin became a thing because the they chose the wrong way. <laughs> we wanted to
0: know evil. Hey, hey, hard times. Well, here it is. Here it is. We go. Here it is. <laughs> <sighs>
1: yeah, that that's the hard and ugly truth of why it's here. But it's our fault, people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yes.
1: God's not going to let us stay in hard times.
0: Yes. Which we will touch on. Yes, 100%. <laughs> So moving right into point number two, how do people respond to hard times? Ooh. Okay. So when I first read this, I thought there are two types of people. Mm -hmm. Um, The first person, you either hide away or you complain away. That's true. Aha. That that is very true. So you're either someone who like holds up and like Mm -hmm. goes into a corner and completely like introvert, like gets it all internally and does not let any of it out or you're someone who's like, let me tell you all of my problems. Yeah, yep. the, the first one was what I put <laughs> down because that's like
1: that's how I can be. I said like sometimes the default thing is to shut down and just like dwell in the hard time. Yeah. So and I was like, and I put, and I'm guilty of. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think we all are guilty of because there's this lie at The enemy he says, hey. Um, you don't want to bring other people down mm-hmm. with your sadness or with your... Other people have it stuff. harder than you do. Yes. Like, yep. Yep. It's like, so is yours really valid in yep. the first place? Exactly. And then you feel guilty for feeling however you're feeling. And then Satan's like, oh, you wouldn't feel guilty if God, like, said this feeling was okay. Or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just totally spirals into such a deep dark twisted lie you know and i wanted to say too um it's so important to not isolate when you are struggling that is one of the biggest things and that's why when they say like treating like depression and stuff one of the biggest things is to get help Mm -hmm. to ask other people to get help and notice like when we're talking about jesus and uh, leaving the 99 to go get one Mm -hmm. right we're not talking about leaving 99 sheep to go rescue a goat, like we're not talking about people who aren't chosen to be a part of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. We are talking about him leaving the ninety-nine sheep to go get one sheep. And mind you, what is the difference between those ninety-nine sheep versus the one sheep that needs saving from our shepherd in that moment? Mm-hmm. They're isolated yeah. because yeah. when you are isolated, you are off on your own. You are more vulnerable if mm-hmm. you are sheep to wolves, right? Yep. If there is ninety-nine sheep one or two wolves the shepherd you know like it's not gonna get you too bad but if you're all on your own like yeah it's a dangerous place yeah so it's really important to not isolate yourself um when you get when you get to the hard times and you face Mm -hmm. the hard times yep um and then I also said I feel like people eventually will ask for help or sometimes they'll get help without asking for yeah yeah Yeah, Um, it'll
1: kind of come to them and they're like, oh, wow, that makes me feel so much better. Maybe I should really lean into that. Yes.
0: And I feel like if people look like retrospectively into their life and in the past hard times, you can point out, oh, wow, either that person helped me through something or if you feel like nobody helped you through it it might still be something that's a deep wound deep down as as many therapy sessions bring up deep childhood traumas that have not been resolved and that are somehow (laughs) making its way into your (laughs) day-to-day adult life you know you're like why am i have this problem oh because i never dealt with that yes (laughs) and i also just want to say like this is complete side note to the point like i don't think it is answering the point at all but i just want to say A big misconception is that when you become a Christian, everything is sunshine and rainbows and, like, all (laughs) your problems go away, right? Yeah. yeah. And so then when you become a Christian, it's like, woohoo, I'm saved. And then something hard comes up and then you're like, God, what the heck? I Mm -hmm. thought life, like, people said, if I'm saved, like, all my problems go away, you know? All of my troubles, all my pain Mm -hmm. just, like, gone. Yeah. And that's not the truth. No, God doesn't say that true. life isn't going to have trials. He says there will be trials. Like, there will be tests. Mm-hmm. You are going to go absolutely through horrible stuff. Yep. Now, does that stuff come from him? No. No. <laughs> no not necessarily. But does he allow it? Yes. Um, which, getting right into the nitty gritty of point number three, I would like, because this is going to be one of the... The longer of the points, yes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, point number three is if God is sovereign, then why does he allow pain and brokenness in the world? Which I have heard this question many times. I have heard this mm-hmm. question in terms of, um, like, why do good things, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, why is there suffering? Why is there death? Why is there war? If God is so good, then why are there, like, why does he let all these things happen? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if I've been so good in my life, if I've run after him, then like, why am I experiencing this loss right now? Why am I sick? Why is, like, all these things mm-hmm. That are not in my control. That I have not done anything to deserve it. Yeah. Why, God? Why? Mm-hmm. That's, like, one of the biggest, the t- I feel like, obstructions that stop people from oh, yeah. running after the Lord. Oh, Is yeah. this not being able to get over this question, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, because I feel like that's one of the biggest, like, points that people like to argue with Christianity, and Christianity. is, well, if your God's so good, why do we have all this bad in the world? So,
0: here is why. <laughs> yeah. 100 percent so okay getting right into this then yeah um so first of all the first part of that saying if god is sovereign what do we mean by sovereign i looked i looked up the definition in case you're not familiar because i feel like sovereign is a very churchy word yeah it's a very churchy word not, not used often outside of yes. the church so if you're not in church you're like what's oh, sovereign uh <laughs> i totally get that um so sovereign is possessing supreme or ultimate power Uh, A supreme ruler, especially a monarch. So you'll hear people say, if God's in control, then Mm -hmm. why? Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like even me growing up for the longest time, I didn't understand this at all. It's a hard one to wrap your head around. Yes. Because we always talk about God is good and he is good. And he is in control. And he is in
1: control. So we're like, well, if that's the case, why is there so much hard times throughout our lives?
0: So, yeah, like he's in control. If you ask him to be in control, absolutely. And he does allow Like he does have power, and he does allow mm-hmm. things to happen, and he could step in and intervene. Like look yeah. at Jesus' life; he could have done whatever the heck he wanted. Mm-hmm. Like when Satan was tempting him and was like, "You're hungry. Turn that stone into bread." He could have. Yeah, like he one hundred percent could have. He had the power to do it. He had the control to do it, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Because there was a greater purpose that stopped him from doing that. Yeah. So I also wanted to just point out the big, big dog behind all these hard, horrible times. So we've talked about um, battles and we've also talked about God using trials to grow us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're kind of getting more into sin in and of itself and bad things in general. Like, yes, God uses these horrible things to grow us and help us experience victory. And he allows the battle to happen and he's using it to get you stronger. Mm
1: -hmm. But that does
0: not mean that the, um, stress and anxiety you are fighting right now is from God or that he wants you Mm -hmm. to be stressed or anxious or that he wants you to be sick. Like there's a lot of like sickness in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, God does not want there to be sickness in the world. And you're like, okay, well then why is there sickness? Let me tell you about this dude named Satan. (laughs) He's our enemy, and we hate him. Um, And he is a very sneaky, sneaky guy. And it's amazing how much we blame everything that happens in the world on God, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about Mm -hmm. God being this... Oh, it's God's fault, right? Yeah. Okay, and we just completely ignore Satan. We ignore that there's an enemy. So I wanted to... Give like a little, a little story time. If you don't know, um, Satan, because you may know of Satan, or you may know like, oh, there's God and there's Satan, mm-hmm. like good versus evil. Yeah. But I don't know if there's many people who even talk about like, okay, the story of like who Satan was. Yeah, I don't how think it's touched on Satan. as much. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, what are his? How how did all this happen? You know, we talk about the beginning of Genesis and how. Um, there was God and how God created the world. And we start there and how, um, Satan was in the garden of Eden then. Mm -hmm. But Um, like,
1: that's, I feel like that's like the first mention and it's like, okay, well, where did he come from?
0: Yes. And it only talks about later in the Bible and it's not even completely direct. Mm -hmm. Like it's, there's two different, um, sections. I think one is in Ezekiel and one is in, uh, Isaiah and they're talking about, um, Like, symbolically, Mm
1: -hmm. like, speaking
0: in a parable, and they're referencing also Satan. So, I actually looked some stuff up, and I liked how these different things stated it. So, um, if you don't know, Satan was previously um, an angel. Well, he still technically is. He's a fallen angel, I'd say. Yeah. But he actually used to be um, a part of God's, like, angel army. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so let me pull up. I have, I found a really good, uh, website that, um, okay. So was there always a Satan? No. God created a powerful and beautiful, um, is it arching archangel or archangel? I think arch- it's arc. arch. Arch. Oh, You're right. That's yeah. arch. No, <laughs> <laughs> that word always like is so like one or the other for me. Anyway, um, archangel named Lucifer who along with Michael and Gabriel served at God's throne in heaven. So why did this Lucifer, um, fall and become Satan. You can read about this in Ezekiel 28, 12 15, and Luke 10, 18. So Lucifer and a third of the angels, which it, if you're curious, the Bible references, you can read it in Revelation 12 three through 4, um, rebelled against their creator. At some point in the distant past, Lucifer led these angels above the heights of the clouds, quote unquote, to take the throne of God. That's from Isaiah, leaving their proper domain or assigned responsibility um, below the clouds here on earth. So unsuccessful, they were cast back down to the earth. So Satan failed in his rebellion, but he remains in the office God gave him where he is ironically still instrumental in God's plan. You see, human beings are spending all these years living their own way, influenced by Satan's spirit of selfishness and evil. And they're writing with their own blood, sweat, and tears. The history of what it is like to live in diso- disobedience to God's way. So backing it up. It's saying so Satan pretty much. He wanted to be God. Mm-hmm. So then he convinced a third day angel armies. He's like hey. Come on let's rebel. Mm-hmm. And it failed. And God. And Jesus even says this when he's here on earth. He says he saw Satan fall down like lightning. Like yeah. God took him out. Um, but I wanted to clarify, um, even though Satan has been taken out by God, he is still ruling over the earth as we know today. So we know there's heaven and there's earth. So we know there's heaven and there's earth, right? And God is sovereign. Yes, but Satan has authority over the earth right now. And one day, as we know from Revelation, um, after the battle of Armageddon, Jesus is going to be the one in control of earth again. So then it's going to be heaven on earth. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jesus has taken back the keys from death for us, for those who accept the free gift of God. So we aren't under Satan's rule of Mm -hmm. earth um, because of jesus and what he did on the mm-hmm. cross but the rest of the earth like the rest of the world everyone is born into under satan's authority mm-hmm. not god's mm-hmm. so just want to clarify that and it even says the author of first john states that the whole world is under the control of the evil one that's first john 519 so it says right there the whole world is under control of the evil one mm-hmm. so Satan has control over this earth. Like it is not like God is the one who has put all these wars and all this sickness and all the, does he allow it to happen? (laughs) Yes. Because sin entered the world. He gave us a choice and we chose to listen to the devil. Mm -hmm. And since then the fall and here we are today, but he sent his savior so that we wouldn't have to live under that forever. We have that choice again. Yes. It's back on us to make that choice. Um, but that's what I just want to point out. Like, yes, God is sovereign, but pain and brokenness are in the world because the ruler of this earth, this current world, as of right now, is like the father of lies and pain mm-hmm. and brokenness. Yep. And Satan wants nothing more than to steal, kill, and destroy you. Yep. In every way, shape, and form that he can. Absolutely. He's so freaking tricky. <laughs> it's annoying. Um,. But if we don't expose him and if we don't talk about him at all, um, then, like I said, I feel like God takes the blame for it all. Mm-hmm. And people blame God. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: when Well, I think part of it, like, not exposing him and talking about him, it's not in people's minds that, like, he is still there and trying to trick us. Yeah. And, and so, and everybody talks about God
0: because why wouldn't you talk about God?
1: So they're like, oh, well, I know about this guy, guy, so it must be his fault.
0: No. (laughs) And I get it because like we want to keep our focus on God. We Mm want to keep our focus on the good. Yeah, absolutely. But you also need to be aware that there is bad. Like You have to be Mm -hmm. aware that we are in a war. Mm -hmm. Whether you see it or not, spiritually, you are in a war. Mm -hmm. And God is warring for you. He wants you. He wants spiritually um, to make you alive again. Because right now... Spiritually, when you are born on this earth, you are spiritually dead. And in order to get your life back, Mm -hmm. it's through Jesus. It's through God. Um, Satan wants you spiritually dead. (laughs) He wants you to stay that way. He wants Mm -hmm. you to live um, and work for him so that he can use you to bring other people to spiritual death. Mm Mm-hmm. Or even I like to say spiritual sleepiness, you know, like yeah,
1: because like you, you want to wake your spirit,
0: kind yes. of way. Like I also feel like you can very easily accept the Lord and then walk away from Him for mm-hmm. some time. In your life. Like that happens all the oh, time. Yeah, and that's what like I feel like it's awake oh sleeper. Like you're mm-hmm. sleeping, mm-hmm. but if you're sleeping. Satan's gonna keep trying to get you to keep when sleeping. When you're sleeping, you know? you're pretty vulnerable. <laughs> yes. And he's gonna keep like working his way and trying to get you mm-hmm. to work in his. So, anyway, there's a big war going on, <laughs> people. Is. It's not like God is sitting up in heaven saying, like, oh, this person sinned and uh, this person didn't. So, that person, you're gonna get cancer in that person. Like, that is not how God works, okay? Mm-hmm. And that I feel like some people think that's like are under this mindset of, oh, it's based off of what you do and God's going to like condemn, like God doesn't do that to people. God's not giving cancer to people. He's not, that is not from him, which, um, goes into point number four a bit more. I think point number four is what has God done about our suffering and hard times. So I want to point out in this before we talk about exactly what all he's done that, everything that is good comes from him oh yeah absolutely and that does he allow bad things to happen yes because he allows free will mm-hmm. if he didn't allow bad things to happen, you wouldn't have a choice all the time <laughs> like right then we wouldn't have free will mm-hmm. like there's there's a give and take somewhere like, We want him to be in control of everything, but at the same time, we want to be able to make our own decisions, right? Yeah. Two people can't be in
1: control. Either God or you.
0: (laughs) Yes. And you can give your control to him, Mm -hmm. and hey, it really works out when that happens, Mm -hmm.
1: but... He can bring beautiful things to you, and he's in control.
0: Yes. (laughs) And even then, even the bad things that Satan's trying to use to destroy you, they don't work. They
1: don't work. And it's funny, too, because... The beauty in, like, God allowing these bad things to happen, even when you give it to him, he kind of helps you twist those bad things into something beautiful. Like, yeah. Like, I went through this struggle and this pain, but it led to this beautiful thing because yeah. I let God have control over that.
0: And then not only that, but then it creates this testimony of, mm-hmm. look how God helped in this situation.
1: Absolutely. Um,
0: And so somebody who's going through that same kind of thing and is in the ringer of it, you can say, look... I know exactly how you are feeling mm-hmm. and God is not mad at you for feeling the way that you are feeling. He wants to help you. He wants to work your situation for good. He is going to work good out of this. Yep. Um, and so, I want to quote uh, James 1, 17 through 18. It says, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word, and we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. I like the idea of me being a prized possession. Yeah, I don't know yeah. about that, but <laughs> I don't know about you, but that, that sings to me a little bit. <laughs> we are
1: the sparkle of God's
0: eye. <laughs> um the other thing I wanted to say, uh what God has done about our suffering and hard times. People, he went to the cross to take our suffering. Yeah. Period. End of story. What did he do about it? He took it on himself, Mm -hmm. on his own shoulders, who did not deserve it in any way, shape, or form, lived a perfect freaking life as a human, going through the same struggles that we did. Like, that was what the whole time in the wilderness was, was Satan tempting Jesus in Mm -hmm. all these different ways, and... Jesus grew up, like God knows what it's like to be human mm-hmm. so that he could relate with you yep. and so that he could take away your pain and suffering. So yes, you may still be going through something hard, you may still be suffering through something that's very painful, but he died so that he could take that from you. Mm-hmm. And what is taking that from you? Look, it looks like um, you surrendering it to him and him in turn taking that off of your shoulders and re- giving you peace and mm-hmm. comfort absolutely and joy mm-hmm. in place of that weight yep ah.
1: ah such a beautiful gift we get from god but sometimes i feel like it's taken for granted
0: yes and i feel like we don't use it sometimes there's no. this like There's almost this pride of, oh, if I struggle, if I've worked through it myself, like, look how I picked myself up, you Mm -hmm. know? It's like
1: like having this beautiful gift sit in our house, but we don't go and use it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's a nice gift, but no, I'm good. I don't need
0: it. It's like somebody giving you a washing and drying machine, and you're sitting in a river with a freaking washing board, like, (laughs) I'm slaving over my clothes.
1: (laughs) When you could just... (laughs) Use the gift that you were given of a washer and dryer, yep. and it'd be super easy.
0: Yep. No shame whatsoever. No. The person who gave you the washer or dryer, they died to give you that washer. <laughs> and okay. they're like, just use my gift. Just use my gift. That's
1: that's all I ask. I just want you to want me and want my gift. Yeah.
0: Oh, Gotta love analogies, am I right?
1: Oh yeah, I love analogies. Oh yeah, because like it, it makes it easier to understand when you bring it into like what you know. Yeah, because the, the Bible and the stories and everything like that's it's hard. Jesus it's did. hard to
0: compre- comprehend sometimes. Yeah, but that's also what Jesus did because like to us it seems like gibberish, but he's talking to a bunch of farmers. He's talking yeah. to a bunch of people like all these stories, all these parables that like oh the seed and the sower. For, for most people, that was like their daily job. It'd be mm-hmm. like talking to us about like your cubicle and like your computer. Jesus was God's translator for us to understand. <laughs> yes. And so it feels out of time because we're not living in the same culture mm-hmm. as the people that Jesus was initially addressing. But it can still be applied to us in our culture today mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit's help, you know. Um, I also want to say in regards of this point, um, so what has he done about our suffering hard times? I just want to say God wants to just sit with you, relate to you and empathize with you mm-hmm. during the hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's this pressure almost in church that if you are struggling, if you are hurting, um, something's wrong. Yeah. That you're not yeah. doing something right. Um, now I think to an extent it is true because to an extent we could be placing our faith in our own belief, um, in our own worry. Cause ultimately worrying is believing in your fear mm-hmm. more than believing in what God has said. Yep. Right. Yeah. So I do think that there's some truth to that to an extent, but I also believe that no matter how tight and knit you are with God, um, news will come to you. Something will happen and you will experience an emotion. Mm -hmm. Like especially me right now being pregnant you know how annoying it is like feeling like i'm on <laughs> your my emotions are on 10 times yes, like 24 7 i'm like i don't know why i'm crying right now but i just feel so sad and he <laughs>
1: just said on uh, the couch and just tears just
0: yeah. Uh, why are you crying um, i don't know i know I, I, under- I understand because i was
1: like that even in the short time that i knew that i was pregnant yeah like I just I remember my mom calling me and I just answered the phone just bawled. (laughs) I'm like,
0: why am I crying? Yeah. It's (laughs) nuts because it's like no matter how like close, like the emotions are still going to come. And there is no shame in those. We are human. Like Mm -hmm. we are not perfect creatures. We are humans. Like that's why we need God. We need back to God. He
1: understands what it's like being human. So like we're like, oh, I'm human and I have human emotions. Mm -hmm. I'm not worthy of God's grace and
0: all that. He knows what it's like to be human. It's okay. And he's there for you. Yes. And so that's why when you feel those emotions... There is a correct response and there's an incorrect response. The incorrect response is to let the shame overtake you and say, Mm -hmm. nope, I'm going to push God away. And I'm going to stand over here in my corner and I'm going to wallow in my sadness. Yeah. When in reality, the right thing, what we should do is go to him about it. Like he just wants to help. Mm -hmm. He just wants like I remember recently there was a time and I was just really sad about this one thing. Um, I think it was a body image issue, honestly. I think it was, like, I was frustrating. Pregnancy has been weird because, like, you're growing and, like, your belly's growing. Well, and you're, super... you're changing
1: so fast. And, yes, and, yeah. it's
0: very abrupt. And, yeah. like, some days it's like, yay, look at my cute little bum. Uh-huh. And other days I'm like, I don't look sexy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like in th- those
1: emotions on 10
0: <laughs> yes oh my goodness but and i remember i was on a walk and i was i normally have been like talking to god on mm-hmm. my walks and i was um just walking and i wasn't really talking i was i was just kind of like just kind of there mm-hmm. not really thinking not listening to anything because i didn't want to make the choice to like turn away from god and yeah focus on something else so in I a way we're meditating yeah yeah I was just kind of clearing your mind <laughs> and so eventually I was like I was really feeling convicted that I was not like turning to him that mm-hmm. I was just kind of like thinking about scenarios and playing things out and just kind of dwelling on my feeling and my emotion and then I was like okay you know what god I'm like fine I'm saying it I'm like I'm sad and I know I shouldn't be sad I know this is stupid and silly and it makes no sense and it really is so insignificant and it's so childish to be thinking this right now but I I'm really sad and I I don't know what to do about it and I remember I didn't feel like he said anything specifically to me he just I just felt this like wave of peace Mm -hmm. like wash over me And kind of like he was sitting there, like not sitting because we were walking, but in my head. But he was there with you. I was imagining just him kind of being like, I'm right here with you. Yep. Like it just gave me chills in that moment. Honestly, I started crying on the walk. I just started bawling (laughs) my eyes out because I just felt (laughs) so warm and like overwhelmed Mm -hmm. by his presence that like he wasn't mad at me for being sad. He's not mad at you for going through a hard time. All he wants is for you to go to him and say, hey, I need you. I can't do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Please help me. And when you do that, it all works out.
1: Yeah, he, he's there with you at all times, but he's still just waiting for you to call out to him and say, I'm open to you. Help me. And then he's right there.
0: Yes. We were not made to make it on our own. No, not We cannot all. handle the hard times and all the bad things that the enemy brings on us in this world by ourselves Mm-mm. let me tell you when we try we fail yep. <laughs> and it is not a fun life in any way shape or form it's yeah empty. i
1: find that when like i'm trying to do things on my own i feel like i'm it's almost like a sense of drowning and like yeah. in life everything just piling on top And you're like mm-hmm. oh i can't do this anymore and then you're just like okay god I know I can't do this by myself. I need your help. Yeah, and then kind of like you said, just he gives you that peace. Yeah, and then things just start working out because you're not doing it alone anymore.
0: Yeah, it's it's not even like a quick answer of like, oh, he magically gives you a solution <laughs> yeah. and bada bang, sis bum boom, everything's <laughs> good. Like it's not like that, but it's amazing how something just shifts in mm-hmm. your spirit and things are. It's just different. Yep. Yeah. All right. So moving in. Final point, point number five, know that your hard times are not inflicted by God, but that he died to help you through them. Lean on God closer in the hardest times of life to find comfort and peace in him. And along with that, I just wanted to read a few different verses. I have Romans eight twenty eight says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Romans 5, 3-5 says, Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. James 1, 2, and 3 says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And um, I just want to highlight that one again. Count it all joy, my brothers. The best thing you can do when something horrible happens, it's kind of laugh in the face of the enemy. It's like, haha, you thought this was going to take me. Mm hmm. But I know that God has a plan yep, and that this will not take me down, but that God's going to use this for good, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, no matter how crazy it is. I feel like a lot of times it can also be a financial thing Mm -hmm. um, where you feel like you're hit financially or something like that in that regard happens. Mm -hmm. If you can get to the point where you laugh, you're like, ha ha, I don't care because I know that God's in control and he's going to work it out. The enemy's like, dang it. I feel like that's
1: like the biggest thing the enemy uses is because like we're so ran by money in this world. Oh, yeah. That that's like the biggest thing to stress people out.
0: Yeah. It's one of the hardest things. It's our relationship with money. Everybody's individual relationship with money is one of the most difficult relationships you will work and walk through Mm -hmm. through your entire life (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i find that when you end up
1: becoming and when you're in a marriage and then you both are on different sides of the how you feel about money it's hard and i feel like the enemy uses that too yeah like when you when you both are on different like like i am to the point where i'm like "Eh, god's got it i don't care and then like adam he's always been stressed about money and i'm just Mm -hmm. like honey it's okay but like i feel like that separation the he's like, yes, I could grab onto that in their marriage. And I'm like, uh-uh.
0: no, 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 sir. Get <laughs> out of here. Away from me, Satan. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, So the Bible says that God works everything for good for those called according to his purpose. So I wanted to say, if it's not good, there's more left in the story. Mm-hmm. And then we also want to talk about practicality. We yeah. always bring it in. Practical. Okay, Katrina Nazare. this was really deep today. You know, how do we take any of this and apply it to our day-to-day lives? And I wanted to say, practically, this episode today is honestly a ginormous perspective shift. Mm-hmm. You have to change your perspective, change your thinking, change your thought patterns. Yep. Um, when the hard times come, rather than wallowing in the pain of it um, and worrying about it, And blaming God, instead, give your suffering to God and be filled with his presence and peace. So practically, what does that look like? That looks like when the thought comes of, oh, crap, we now owe so many thousands of dollars to the government for whatever. (laughs) Um, Instead of dwelling on that and that emotion, you say, "Um, I wrote this out. This isn't necessarily for that exact experience, but just insert whatever you're struggling with here. You can just literally simply say... God, I don't understand why I'm going through what I'm going through right now. Um, I'm really struggling in this fight, but Lord, I just give all my struggle and suffering to you right now. I pray for your joy, peace, and light to flood my soul, and I praise you for the victory and good that will come from this hard time. I ask for fresh perspective, and I surrender to you. Um, I need you, and I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So just simply talk to God about it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that's the biggest perspective perspective change is knowing that God always has your back. Mm -hmm. No matter what curveball life throws at you, he's always got your back and he's working it for good.
1: And if you need help with that perspective change, like ask God to help you. Yes. Um, We went through a series through church about perspective and that Mm -hmm. really helped me. Like Pastor Jeff was just like, ask God to help you shift your perspective. I'm like, okay, God, our respect is yours. Go ahead and switch it. And I like, I really felt it. Like it's something you like feel in your soul.
0: Yeah. Like flip. It's different. It's a mind. It's like the way you think about things, it just changes and it just yep. shifts. And it there's more joy because of it. It mm-hmm. makes reading the verses that's like, oh, count it all joy. It's like, yeah, how <laughs> easy is that? Yeah. It truly does get to a point where it, it's not necessarily easy, but it almost feels natural. When, I mean, okay, it doesn't necessarily feel natural, but it's hard to put into words. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it it, it doesn't feel so. It's like trying any new thing.
0: Yeah. yeah, it doesn't.
1: always it doesn't feel natural at first. The more you do it, the more you do it, the yes. more natural it's gonna feel. yeah like okay. just like talking to God. It's gonna you're gonna feel weird at first if you're just starting mm. out to talk to God, or if it's been a while since you've talked to God. Yeah, it's gonna feel a little weird. But God is so happy to hear from you and the more you do it, the more it's going to become usual and you're going to seek and like find so much peace and just having a conversation.
0: Yes. It just takes persistence Mm -hmm. and practice. Mm -hmm. Just keep standing firm. Just keep going. (sighs) Beautiful. Beautiful. What a great one. (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you got something out of today's deep, deep. Deep podcast topic. Um uh we love chit-chatting and uh we hope you enjoyed and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.